You're listening to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Fellowship Baptist Church is located in Clark Lake, Michigan. Today, we have a special guest missionary with us. Let's prepare our hearts as our guest missionary brings forth God's truths from His Word today. Book of Genesis, chapter 35, verse 1 to 3. This is a very, very familiar verse, and I hope God will use this message to bring us the place where we lost the power and the breath of God. Because I believe with all of my heart that God's desire of our service, of what we're doing for Him, we need God. And this is the message. And God said unto Jacob, look at that word, arise, go up to Bethel. He has been in Bethel in chapter 25, 26, 27, eight. Eight chapters. But God told him again. Go back. Arise. Go up to Bethel. The title of my message. Please. Go back to Bethel. Then it says there. And dwell there. Church you have nowhere to go. If you want God. You have nowhere to go. You have to stay in the Bethel. And then it says, and make there an altar unto God. That appear unto thee when thou fleetest from the face of Esau, thy brother. Verse 2. Then I like that one, Jacob said unto his household. I like that. Fathers, you need to be like that. Household. And to all that were with him put away strange gods that are among you. Second thing, be clean. Next, cleanse your garment. If you want to go back to Bethel, these are the three things that you need to consider. Now verse 3, And let us arise and go up to Bethel, and I'll make there an altar unto God, who answered me in the day of my distress and was with me in the way which I went. Let us pray. God help me here. Bless your people. I know God that only your power and your Holy Ghost that can bring and change and bring life in the hearts of your people. Again, thank you for this church. Wonderful people and the pastor, and the leadership, and every part of this church. Thank you, God, for putting us together as partners in the work of the Lord. Now bless our time. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, Jacob and his troubles, of course, we know, a son of Isaac, the patriarch of Israel. And, of course, we know in the story here that he deceived Esau, and their father, beginning Genesis 25 to 27, and fled to Canaan just to escape Esau. Now we know, my friend, that in chapter 28, Jacob was at Bethel. 
on then on that place on God's way to Canaan I mean on Jacob's way to Canaan God met him and then in that place the ladder from earth to heaven and Jacob named that place Bethel which is the house of God now pastor what's your what's 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 your message this is my message please go back to Bethel please go back to Bethel first of all in verse 1 the call to Jacob to go back to Bethel this is a call from God this is a personal call and God said to Jacob arise go up to Bethel now listen to me God calls the wanderers to return God is calling backsliders to return God is calling the world to return to God. That's God's desire. We as Christians, our Father up in heaven, He is heard and He is pleading us to just come back to God and enjoy the blessings of God and enjoy the presence of God. So God is calling all of us this morning to get back to the place where He can bless us. And that is the place where he will talk to us and use us in the work of the ministry. He calls us back to places of dedication. I mean dedication. He calls us to return to him. Wow, in verse 28, chapter 28, verse 10 to 22, Jacob asked Bethel for the first time, he had stopped to rest for a while on the way. But in that place, he heard God speak to him. Let me ask you this morning, in your Christian life, for a long time, since you got saved, since you got converted, when was the time that God speak to you? And what, has, what is that very thing that God speaking to you specifically? If you just remind ourselves once and well, once for a while of the place and the time and the timing where God speak to us, my friend is going to change your Christian life around today. Some of you young people, probably you attended the camp Probably you were somewhere in a revival meeting and very clear God speak to you in a small voice. And then you listen to him. And then you obey God. Then you experience the power of God. You experience the breath of God. I mean, I'm talking about good time with God. I'm talking about the blessings of God. And right now you know and you know and you know that you're out in the Bethel. You're too far from God. God is calling you right now to go back to God. Go back to Bethel. So in that place where Jacob for the first time, he heard God speak to him. I mean, he saw heaven and earth were doing together. What is that preacher in that dream? I mean, listen, when you are in the place that where God wants you to be at, I'm telling you, earth is just like heaven. 
If you want real joy, real meaning of Christianity, earth is just like heaven. I mean, when you got God, when you have the power of God, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, what else you need in this world if you have such kind of personal experience and personal walk with God. And this is what happened here, my friend. When, when Jacob was in that place for the first time, he also heard God's promises became real to him. Oh, you know why? Every day I'm excited serving the Lord. Every day God is just, you know, giving us always a new thing, a new vision, and accomplish something for God. You know why? Because you are driven of the promises of God. My friend, that should be the motivation of our service to God. That should be the basis of our Christianity. We do this and that. But because God promised to bless us. God promised to him. And the promises of God became real to him. And God promised to be with him while he was there. And then of all these things that God revealed to him. He made vows unto God. He made vows unto God. What do you mean, preacher? Hey, what's the point? Why you, you are here this morning? What's the point? Why you come to church and hear the preaching? What's the point? Why you read the Bible and, 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 and you discipline yourself to, to, to how and to maintain that early morning worship? Private worship with God. You know why? It's important. Because every time you desire to talk to God, He has always something in your life. And when you heard that, make a vow. That's why we baptist. We just don't preach. We just, we just don't uh, come to church and go home. We always extend an invitation for you to decide and make a vow when God is speaking to you. That's why we meet. We make an invitation. We extend an invitation because we want to see to it that God, the word of God, is ministering to you. The Holy Ghost is convicting you. God is working in your life, in your family. We always make you, I give you the chance to make a decision what you have heard from God. That's very important, my friend. So he made a vow. He made vows unto God. God calls back to places of surrender. I was reading a book. And the book, something says like this. There was one believer somewhere in Africa. And he was asked by a great leader and preacher, well-known, prominent preacher from America. He was asked a question, and the question was this. And he said to this preacher from somewhere outside America, and the question was this. He said, why is it that Christianity in America 
and in the first world country is dying, losing its ground. What's the problem? And the answer of that preacher from other country, he said, this is the reason why Christianity is dying in America because you replace commitment into surrender. Listen, when you surrender to God and let God let go of your life, God knows to take her and God knows how to use your life mightily if you just su uh, uh, surrender your life to God. Because sometimes when you just uh, commit ourselves, oh, I commit myself on the altar. I came forward and commit myself. How long you commit yourself? Just surrender to God. God will take care of the rest. And that's a wrong concept. We try to be faithful. We try to be a giver. We try to maintain this and that. Listen, you don't need that if you surrender in the Lordship of Christ. We have to come to the point of our life that every room of our life, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is God. Because in every room of your life, if you just surrender to God and Jesus is occupying and controlling that aspect and that room of your life, you have no problem, my friend, in serving God. You know why? You don't need to commit. You just surrender to God. Unless you are surrendered to God, you'll never have the breath of God in your life. Because he will not empower to any Christian if he is not in charge of everything. Amen? So that's very clear, my friend. So Jacob here, hear the call from God to go back to Bethel. He said, you need to go back to Bethel. You need to go back there. Look in verse 2. I like this in verse 2. What is that preacher in verse 2? Then Jacob said unto his household and to all that were with him put away the strange gods that are among you and be clean and change your garments that first that call to Jacob, go back to Bethel. Number two, the conviction that caused Jacob to go back to Bethel. Conviction brought actions in his life. You know why we are not moved? You know why we don't decide anything for God for a long time? Because we do not listen and allow the Holy Ghost to convict us. You are not surrendered to God. So we can see in verse 2 the conviction that caused Jacob to go back to Bethel. What is the conviction here? 
He said, put away the strange gods. Strange gods. Preacher, what you're talking about. Can I tell you something? A very basic thing about Christianity. If God is not the first place in your heart, there's another God in that heart. Preacher, I'm in the church. Preacher, every time the church door open, I'm in the church. I'm not a Catholic. That all kind of gods is, you know, around me. Self is number one God in your heart. Anything that puts you away between that real God above is gods of your life. Materialism. Self. Anything that God is no longer in charge of that certain room of your life, it is one of the gods that you have to put away. Hello. Amen. Can you see yourself this morning? I hope you hear the voice of God. I hope the Holy Ghost will convict you. The reason why you cannot attend Sunday night service. The reason why you are not here on Wednesday. The reason why you don't have ministry in the church. Because you serve other gods. Hello, amen. That's real thing, pastor. God is speaking to him. Jacob was dealing with, I mean, God is dealing Jacob. And, 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 and that time, finally, when Holy Ghost came and convicted him, and Jacob stood up and stand before his family, his household, he said, it is stupid thing. What we're doing here, we are no longer giving God the first thing in our heart, in our family, and what we're doing here. Let us rise up. And put away gods in our life. Amen. And he said be clean. Be clean. By the way. You cannot get back to Bethel. And enjoy once again. The blessings of God. If you are still in your iniquity. If you are still living in sin. If you are living in the world. If you are living for self, my friend, it's high time for us to once again go back to Bethel. Preacher, what else? Change your garments. What do you mean, preacher? Change your garments. The outside appearance that people look on you. They used to see Jacob and family, a godly man. They used to say good things, outward things about Christianity. I mean, let me ask you this morning. How, you do, how do you display Christianity 
before the eyes of the world. People, your friends, can see Christianity the way it is in the Bible. Oh, we should be careful how to display Christ before the eyes of the world. That's your garments. Hello, amen. That's your garments. And finally, right now, right now, Jacob stood up, son before his family, and he said, Let us rise up and put away strange gods and be clean and change our garments. Pastor, what is this? Strange things in the lives of the believers. Oh, listen to me. Believe me or not. Many of you Christians here have many strange ideas about Christianity. Strange plans about your life. Can I tell you something? You need to plan. But if your plan is not in accordance to God's will, that's too far. That is strange, strange attitude. I mean, strange words sometimes coming out from our mouth. Sometimes we have goals, but before the eyes of God is strange. Many of you is easily decide strange decisions in your life. Strange. What else, preacher? Many of you still engaged and committed to be with your strange friends. Hello. You cannot give up the thing. You have to be convicted and said and listen and said, I have to put away this strange gods and all these things and and, and many of you, you have strange ideas about Christianity and about serving the Lord. Can you imagine some people today, even members of your church, because you have a live streaming ministry, they don't go to church because they just sit down in their, do in their house and cannot come to church no more. That's strange. You're stupid. You go with the word. Maybe some of you listening to me my preaching right now. That's strange idea. Why preacher? How can you return your 10% without? How you can seek and fellowship with the brethren? Because you just stay home and listen. From this live streaming thing. We want that. But that would not be the strange thing. In your coming to church. And fellowship among God's people. Amen. Those are strange things. That Jacob finally stood up. And he said put away all this. That, that, that is a strange idea of serving God. Let me ask you. Are you convicted about strange things in your life? 
Are you willing to give up strange things that coming in in your heart, in your family, and in your lifestyle? You need to give up that one. Not only my friend in verse 1 will learn that a call to Jacob to go back to Bethel. Then the conviction that caused Jacob to go back to Bethel. And lastly, the Bible says the consecration of Jacob's heart as he returns to Bethel. He said, let us arise and go. Let us arise and go. Even better than the prodigal son's resolution. The prodigal said, I will arise and go. That is personal. But this time he said, let us arise and go. That is public. Amen. Oh, my friend, that's what we need. I'm in consecration made Jacob to worship God. In verse 6 and in verse 7, he built the altar. In verse, uh, the remaining verses, God said that God answered his prayer when he returned. Look in verse 6. So Jacob, and I like this one, when he returned, in verse 5, and they joined, and the terror of God was upon the cities that were round about them. Look at that. And they did not pursue after sons of Jacob. So Jacob came to lose, and he which is in the land of Canaan, that is Bethel, and all the people that were with him. And he built there an altar. Amen. And he built there an altar. Why? Why, preacher? Listen. God said you have to build an altar and praise the Lord. If you decide to go back to Bethel, you have no other way but to start coming back to your church and serve God again. Start your family worship. Bring your family in the church. I mean, let us rise up and go. Let us rise up and go. Oh, in that consecration that Jacob made, listen, God said, uh, God said, he had answered your prayer. There's no, listen, there's no way that God will answer our prayers unless we come back to Bethel. If you want God to answer your prayer, you have to come back uh, to Bethel. Remember, God had been with him. So, my friend, this is my challenge to you. The, in, the impact of Jacob's return to Bethel can challenge us this morning to once again go back to the place where we lost the blessings of God. Where we lost the breath of God. When we lost the place where we enjoy the power of God. We enjoy serving the living God. Listen to me. God is calling you. Please come back 
to Bethel. Responding will impact others for God. Can you imagine when they came back and start building that altar? Can you imagine the neighborhood and the people around and the community around? The influence that they made before the eyes of the people. My friend, listen to me. That is what God will do in your life. If you just go back to God. You'll bring godly and spiritual influence around you. Please go back to Bethel. Even as I close, even how far you go. Regardless what you did before the eyes of God. Listen, just go back to Bethel. Just go back to Bethel. That is the place where you will start the blessings again. That is the beginning of the power and the blessings of God again in your life. Why you see that preacher, please? Because some of us still too stubborn to get back to the place where we lost the breath of God. Please go back. For the sake of your family, for the sake of your church, for the sake of your country, please go back to Bethel. Amen? And God will bless you. Get hold of God. Get back to Bethel. Let us pray. You have been listening to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. We hope this message was a blessing and encouragement to you. If you would like more messages, visit our website at fbcclarklake.org where all of our messages can be downloaded for free. Also, you can subscribe to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. All of our messages are available for free. If you want to keep up to date on what's going on at Fellowship, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram where you can see what's happening at Fellowship Baptist Church. If you'd like to visit us, Fellowship Baptist Church is located at 3200 Reed Road, Clark Lake, Michigan. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to see you back here again next time.